And now, food news. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. This is a 15-minute micropod. We are starting the clock right now. 15 minutes. LeBron James is ending his partnership with McDonald's to become the spokesman for Blaze Pizza, of which he's a part owner. McDonald's is claiming it was a mutual decision, which is really unlikely. Why would you part ways with like with LeBron James? Yeah. No one has ever parted ways with LeBron James, and it was a mutual decision. Yeah, and we were talking about this story with friend of the podcast Kevin Wilds, and he pointed out that everything he's involved in seems to be quite successful. And McDonald's is like down on its luck right now. Exactly. Like, and, do you think the Miami Heat were like, "Oh, it's a mutual decision"? Like, we kind of wanted him to leave. We like, wanted no, no, LeBron no. to leave, yeah. and not Cleveland, but it was not a mutual decision when he was like, "I'm taking McDonald's to South Beach." <laughs> so anyway, the other investors of uh, Blaze pizza or Paul Walker, who's LeBron's investment advisor, who like also got him involved in like beats and mm. um What's Who's this person? Paul Wachter. He's yeah. a, a rich guy. No. Uh, yeah. He's also- you, you know when you're LeBron's investment advisor that you are super rich. Yeah. Because then he also it's like it's like he finds investments for himself and then brings his rich friends along. Oh, I love it. I can't because wait till that's my job. He also got the Boston Red Sox chairman involved, and they, and they own what soccer team do they own? Liverpool, Man, you, Man, I think something like that. Something like know. that. LeBron also owns part of that team. Of course, I so, love this. I, I love know. this relationship. I just want to know what dinners are like between them. They're like, so what do you want to buy? Like, what are you into lately? Like, yeah, I like watches. Like, cool. New? Let's buy, buy Rolex. Let's get let's get into the Dollar Shave Club, Harry's Razor, or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I feel like LeBron should be in some kind of like artisanal menswear. Something. I don't think he wants to go down. The grooming road. Oh, because of his hair problem. You know what? I've decided to retire the LeBron hairline topic. Okay, let's just move on. Okay, let's get move- back to the pizza. I have a lot to talk about with this pizza. I was say Maria Shriver is also an investor, so that's a real fun group. A Kennedy. <laughs> that was the LeBron? board meeting like that. I bet they have offsites in like the Bahamas, probably, or like at someone's compound. Uh, and LeBron owns franchise rights in Miami and Chicago. Plus, in addition to that, a rumored ten percent equity stake in the company. Uh, Blaze is a fast casual pizza establishment with the assembly line concept. I like the assembly line pizza concept. We kind of have one here at LA Live. We do. Called Live Basil or Live Basil. We can't decide <laughs> if it's Live Basil or Live Basil. <laughs> live Basil kind of makes more sense to me because like, the herb is still Yes, like, it's like live. live basil and it's still but fresh. I, I think it's actually Live. Like, live Basil lifestyle? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Okay, anyway. <laughs> live Basil is going to be the next Scientology. It's, like <laughs> it's sweeping the nation. It started in Los Angeles. Now everyone's just living basil. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, you know, it's uh, basil's a new kale. I like the name Blaze. Okay. Because it reminds me of Blaze magazine from like sort of the hip hop era. It's like Blaze is kind of like a hip hoppy word. I think that yeah, like like smoking of some kind, like let's blaze. What do you mean of some kind? Like a marijuana joint? It's like that kind? Yeah. It's just kind of got like a little bit of edge to it, which LeBron does as well. I, it's like edgy pizza. I think uh for me the association is in season one, two, and three of Beverly Hills and then of 2 and 0. Brandon and, and-, and Andrea worked on the newspaper that was called the West Beverly Blaze. Mm. So I'm just thinking of that TV show. It also might have something to do with um, fire burned ovens and fire mm. pizza. Oh, which, okay. Oh, wait, maybe that's what they mean. <laughs> Interesting. Yes, wood fire ovens, I'm sure they're using here. Huh. But I like it. Sure. I also like that um, I feel like LeBron seems to try to get like really involved in his brands. Like it's not just like kind of a surface level endorsement it's not but he does seem to like want to like do it i think he's a good businessman i really think that the, his strategy much like it was when he sort of like had an agent for a while it was like look i'm gonna i'm gonna go the mainstream way and do what everybody else does and i'm gonna take four or five years to learn the game i'm gonna branch out with my own people and do my own thing and i think it's the same way with the mcdonald's he's like i'm gonna figure out how this sort of fast food stuff works and learn and soak in all the information and then do my own thing i think if you're in the same um 
investing group as these people, you're doing it right. Like, shout out to him. I'm impressed yeah. with his business acumen. I want him to be on Shark Tank in some capacity. I want to try this pizza. Um, I don't know if they have it in California. I don't think they do. But can I give one pizza ordering tip to everyone listening that will change their lives forever? What's it going to be? My wife put me onto this. Every single time we get a pizza, we ask for it. Well done. Interesting. You have very rarely have you gotten a pizza and been like, ooh, yeah, this is a little too done. How often have you been like, oh, I wish they left this in for a few more minutes? Um, almost never. I don't order pizza that frequently, though. Here. Okay. I, I believe the people listening to this podcast have ordered pizza before, and they <laughs> will order it well done, and they will thank this podcast. <laughs> Always remember Jacoby when you get your well done pizza. Moving on. There's an 116-year-old woman in Brooklyn who eats bacon for breakfast every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Every single day. She also Her name is Susanna Mushat Jones. And she also eats a pack of double mint gum every day. So, and then like eggs or something and like meat for dinner. Basically, she eats really unhealthy things, but she's 116. So go for it. Yeah, go for it. And I also feel like I, I don't like it when people, when they find someone who's lived a long life and then they find one of their habits and they try to like, like link the causality. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yes. It's like someone's like, well, they have a glass of wine every night. So it's okay to have wine for breakfast. Everyone You'll live forever. Yeah. It's just like, no, this is a unique situation. I don't think that she lived to 116 because, because of, the, of bacon. the bacon. I think that was maybe a, a factor, but it was a very, very lightly weighted factor in the equation. Yeah. There was like probably good genes involved. A lot of luck. Luck, health. Yeah. Living, you know what I mean? 116 Rest? is too old. It's I very old. I cannot imagine what it would be like to have been alive for longer than a century. It's very old. Like, what year are we in? 2015? So she was born in 1899. Whoa. That's too... That that's, just blew my mind. That's insane. I mean, she's... Cro- Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. She was born she- in the 19th century. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like, that's just an insane thing to think about. I mean, I am correct there, right? Yeah, yes, I would I love am. someone just to, like, unlock their iPhone and just hand it to her and just, like, see what happens next. My grandma's alive. and Oh, my God. She probably is like, what is this? She probably... Oh, my God. My grandmother's alive. She's 98, so she was mm. born in uh, 2017. I mean, 1917. So we just offended your grandmother. No, she's not listening. She doesn't have an iPhone, okay. for your point. And I'm just like, I can't imagine what that's like to have lived almost a century. It's crazy. It's so. It's just Mind so blown. long. She looks great, though. Good for her. She does. And I just can't. It's amazing. She sounds like she's got a lot of sass based on this article. But why just one pack of double mint gum? I don't you know. I mean, know. there's five sticks. Also, like, would she, just she cut herself off after the fifth one? She has all five at once. Sorry, I forgot, to, forgot to mention that. What? Like they hand her four sticks and she knows five comes in a pack. What? So she reaches out again for the fifth. You know that? That's what's that's, in the article. What? Sorry, forgot to mention that. That's the craziest thing about this whole thing. Forget the bacon. Who chews five sticks of double gum at once? Two. And, oh, she grew a new molar last year. Like after she was like post 100. She, she grew, grew a new, new molar. molar? Yeah. I think, first of all, they put the bacon in the headline, but it's clearly the strength of her jaw that's keeping her alive. The cardiovascular exercise of chewing all five sticks at once is definitely keeping the ticker going. A new molar? Do your teeth regenerate after 115 years? That is, that, like, there should be scientists, like, testing her. Like, come on, a new molar? Is she like a salamander? What if she lives for another 100 years? She's going to have a lot of teeth. It's so true. (laughs) Too many. It's like, will she lose? It's like a second round of teeth. I think there's, like, wisdom teeth, and then there's, like, like, okay, now you are like Thetan level like Buddha wisdom teeth. teeth. Yeah, yeah exactly. Teeth. Yeah, like it's like wisdom teeth, like you get just for like, just like you got over the bar, you're wise. But then, like, she's got these like super high level exclusive wisdom teeth. It's wild. So she's, shout out to Good her. Good for her. What's her name? Susanna Jones. Good Apparently, she goes by T as in Auntie. And Miss Susie. Miss Susie, yeah. Yeah, I okay. love it. Me too. Enjoy your gum, girlfriend. Yeah. Next. 
Uh, Pete's has acquired Sumtown Coffee. Sumtown is considered a leader in the ready-to-drink cold brew market, which I find interesting because I think they really came up as a uh, drip coffee company. Okay. Um, and also, I think it's weird because I love Pete's iced tea, uh, iced coffee. Excuse me. Like, I don't think they need cold brew, but I guess it's a slightly different market. I think this is one of those like let's just eat up the, the competitors. Yeah, yeah, like let's just Still eat them small. up. Let's just eat them up. Yeah, while we can. And Have you been to Stumptown Coffee? I've never been to a location, but I've had a lot of Stumptown yeah, coffee. Yeah, like now it's like at like like precious restaurants. It's like after your small That's plates, what I was going to say. Would you like to have a, a Stumptown, Stumptown It's one of those things where it's like it's 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 got a brand recognition that I'm just going to use a word I don't like to use. It's like a hipster. It's kind of yeah. like a hipster coffee. And, like, and, and people like want to flaunt it. Like, oh, this is Stumptown coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. I know. And like Blue Barrel is another one like that, which I also don't like. Intelligentsia is another one like that. Like restaurants will flaunt the fact that they have this particular coffee. I can't remember if I put it on this food news or not, or if we've discussed it on food news in general, but Intelligentsia apparently is like um, in trouble, like looking for investors. Really? Yeah. Who would have thought? I mean, who would have thought when I just want a cup of coffee, I have to wait 20 minutes for some guy in a stupid hat to make it for me? Move a little faster. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Serve a few more people. Yeah, it's like the line wouldn't be out the door if you could figure out the operations aspect of it. I'm not not that into the, the, like, artisanal coffee world but there's uh, one place near me that i i really like but they don't do like slow like if you ask for just a coffee it's ready right away thank you i'm also going to go one step further like i'm not into really like artisanal carefully crafted beverages of any type especially at, like a speakeasy bar yeah when they're like oh like let me just like you know smack the basil leaf together that i got from live basil and like and, and put and crush up this ice with an ice pick it's like no dude like can you just make me a drink so i can just like drink it and then get another one vodka soda splash pineapple just can't go wrong the Juliet. The Juliet. It's just, it's always there for you. It's always the right option. Doesn't take a long time. It shouldn't, like when you're in New York and you go up to the guy who's got his little cart that he just like got, you know, when you when you ask for a coffee from him, you re- you are drinking the coffee within 10 seconds. Yeah. Then there, there shouldn't, you shouldn't have to spend a thousand, a thousand times as much time to get a cup of coffee that costs seven times as much. In a weird way, I feel like Starbucks reset people's expectations on how long Five a beverage minutes. should take. And it's kind of unfair. I feel in like a we're bad suffering. way. Yeah. It's longer now. I feel like we're yes. suffering. Yes, but they also equate like, oh, the longer it takes, the better it is. Not the case. No, not at all. Next. Uh, more pumpkin news. We recently talked about the pumpkin smugglers. Yeah, it's, it's that time of year. Yeah, it's pumpkin spice latte season. And now then it's, then it's Halloween and then Thanksgiving, which is imperiled this year. Because apparently there could be a pumpkin pie shortage come November. Record rainfall in June in Illinois, where 90% of domestic pumpkins are grown, washed out a lot of the crop. So once they um, they won't have like a second supply coming for November, they're like yeah, probably so going to waste it all. You know, on Halloween, so everyone's going to buy up all the pumpkins on Halloween. There'll be a shortage of canned pumpkin stuff for pumpkin yes. pies at Thanksgiving. Yeah, so buy your – and also I feel like it'll probably drive the price up of canned pumpkin. So you, buy it now, people. You know what? Like – this we might just be fools. Like maybe the pumpkin industry is planting this story to get everybody to buy their stuff early. There is like a lot of pumpkin awareness. Like not just like so pumpkin is so hot right now. They are the could I say the bacon's the Kardashians of food, right? Yeah. They're, they're the Kardashians. They're close. They're, they're close. The, they're, the they're the Jenners. They're the, they're the Jenners. <laughs> um, they, pumpkin is like it's not just like it's like gone further than the pumpkin spice latte joke. It's just like pumpkins in general yes. are just like everywhere. My grocery store has. So many pumpkins right now, like little ones, like for decoration. Oh, and I'm yeah. just like, do you really need all of these? Also, they're really cheap. It's like 59 cents for like a decorative pumpkin, pumpkin. which just like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, how does a grocery store make money off that? If you're selling something for 59 cents, can unpopular you... opinion coming. Uh oh. Don't like pie. 
at all? I'll eat pie. It's fine. But it's really just a vehicle. It's really just like a flavor for my ice cream. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, it's really just like, I just want a little bit of pumpkin pie so my vanilla ice cream tastes better. But I'm never just like, oh, I'm so excited. I get a slice of pie right now. I like pie. I don't love it. I actually like pumpkin pie a lot. I like pies that have like kind of like a... Like a pudding esque. Yes, filling. I was about to correct myself. I love a banana cream pie. Yeah, love I it. I love like a chocolate mousse pie. I like I like ice creamy type of pies, but like a like a rhubarb strawberry yeah, pie. Fruit pie, you're not into. Like, yeah, not into that at all. Even I like blueberry. Even blueberry. It's like a like a blueberry pie. Just reminds me of like college like cafeteria. Of those kinds of pies, I like cherry the best. But I agree. Like they're kind of like a very old time. Yeah, meal. I like a cream pie. I do too. Oh, love I love banana cream pie in a jar. From maybe. House of Pies. <sighs> oh, yeah. Mass Hall also has a really good oh, one too. So good, I, I love, love those. It uh, time for the taste test. Taste test time. We are doing three kinds of chips, mm-hmm. all from the brand Food Should Taste Good. Yep. Sent to us by former Grantlander Patricia Lee. She's the best. Patricia sent us seven kinds. Google Patricia Lee because we're all going to be working for for her at some point. At some point, she's going to be advising LeBron James on investments. Investments, yes, exactly. definitely. She's going to be Absolutely. part of that group, like Maria Shriver, LeBron James, Patricia Lee, all in a boat in the Bahamas. Um, so she sent us seven flavors. I tried to go for three that I thought would be the best for this podcast, really. Mm-hmm. But there's apparently a lot of food should taste good flavors out there. Have you ever had these kinds of chips? Yes. They're like, quote unquote, healthy chips. Yes. They're also very popular. You've seen this black and white bag before. Like It's kind of like the healthy potato yeah. chip option. But if you really start digging down on the like nutrition facts, not healthy. Anything with more than like four ingredients in the ingredient list is not healthy. It's not exactly green beans. You yeah. know what I mean? This is more like, like Lay's potato chips than it is green beans. Nonetheless, we're going to dig in here. Let's do it. The first one is guacamole. Not that crazy a flavor look um, weird looking it's green this one thing that they do is they recommend what you should have it with and they say pico de gallo queso or queso blanco okay can i just throw a flag on that really quickly if sure. you're already flavoring the chip it shouldn't need more flavor it smells agreed it smells strong also like let's try this i changed more lime than guacamole that's a lime chip yeah what's next falafel falafel i, I love, love falafel, falafel. We both love falafel. We're big falafel people. Huge falafel supporter. Really nice round fla- not round shape yep. on here. Yeah, I did, did feel like the new shape and color of the chips for the flavor. No. Kind of bland. No. It doesn't taste like falafel. It would be good with like sour cream, but everything would be good with sour cream. That's the thing. It's like <laughs> it's like, oh, this would be good if I just like da- covered it in bacon and like sugar. They recommend it for it, uh, they need something All with the it. All the tapenade, tzatziki, or feta. No. Sure. The last one is kimchi. We just looked up kimchi. Yes. Kimchi is a preparation. I think that's one of the confusing things about kimchi. It's really just a way of preparing a vegetable, not a can, specific vegetable prepared a, a certain cabbage, way. Cabbage, cucumbers, like some of your kinds. Like I wonder, root, let's taste root this. stuff. Huh. It's the most distinct. It tastes like kimchi flavoring. But not like, bad. The, 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 the flavors are like very yeah. full at first and quickly no. goes away. It's more weird than good. Yeah. Six, Thanks for signing me, Patricia. Five, and thank you guys for listening. Four, Have a three, great week. Two. Bye. One. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on podcasts.